Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Firm. I am Alex Long Commute Gore. I'm wow. here with Lance Low Commute Psycho. Short commute. Short commute. Just a hot skip and a jump. I bet you you could probably do that from your garage. Yep. Two over <clears throat> the alleyway right here. Saving the carbon. Uh, we appreciate your service. Hey, you're welcome. Yep. Greenest guy alive. Greenest guy alive. Lance Psycho. Uh, speaking of green... There's no green in learning Revit rocket ship except you could make sustainable buildings. Nice segue. No one easy. Well, smooth. you could make more green. You can make more green, 100. percent Yeah, you could. Absolutely. Yeah, you could. Also, too, if you take, here we go. If you take our course and you fundamentally get yourself or your team on the same page of how to model and get things done, communicate quicker. You can get drawings done quicker so that you can focus on the issues you want to focus on, whether that's design, uh, sustainability. Um, form, function, whatever you want to do, go to RevitRocketShip.com. Check it out. I also need you to check out Arcat.com because if you can't find the product data you're looking for, you might be using the wrong search engine. Broad search result searches result in consumer products, out-of-date information, and websites that hide or don't have the information you're looking for. If you need specifications, CAD or BIM, Arcat.com is your search engine. Find and download the up-to-date data you need fast. Arcat.com is free and requires no registration. So try Arcat.com today. That's A-R-C-A-T.com. Last but certainly not least, check out Duratherm. Duratherm defines the category of all wood, completely custom, hardwood windows and doors that deliver on your architect's vision. And everyone knows it. Al knows it. That is why they refuse to rest in their laurels. And while the Duratherm brand is built upon their expertise in wood windows, they are proud to announce the introduction of a clad exterior feature for their windows. Learn more at DuratherMWindows. Sorry, learn more at DuratherMWindow.com. That's DuratherMWindow.com. Al Gore, back, back to me. To <laughs> back to me. <laughs> back to you. Good, 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 good. I'm just trying to pull up my article for the day here, and because of the screen recording software, it, I hate when it does that. Uh, I'm going to fix that one day. I'm going to fix it. Okay, here we go. So we are, it is uh, August 18th, 2023, and Alex and I are both gearing back up to go back into universities because that's what we do. We try to try to do it all by trying to schedule it all and make it all happen. So uh, I am actually teaching at two universities this year. The course I taught last semester, I'm going to continue that at CU. I was going to continue the same one. And then I'm doing an additional one at North Dakota State, which is a senior level design studio. Very, very cool. So I thought today I think we should focus on one of the things we should focus on is I got this article pulled up from Arcanet. It's older, but it still checks out. It's from 2016, so like seven years ago. Does teaching architecture enhance architectural practice and today's episode is does teaching architecture enhance your architectural practice so i'm going to sort of interview al about it from the article 
Quote, as if running a practice wasn't challenging enough, numerous architects and designers also engage in regular, regularly in teaching, whether it's giving one-off lectures around the world or teaching full studios and courses at universities. So how does teaching influence the practice of architecture and or vice versa? Uh, <clears throat> the, <clears throat> the, one of the quotes that, that stick out that I think is the nexus here is, quote, Architects that both teach and practice serve as a crucial connective tissue. So the question I have for Al is, is <clears throat> how does teaching influence the work here? And is it something that you come to rely on in your own work? One, it reminds me um, the patience of mm. teaching and the patience of uh, dealing with with people who have different perspectives and uh, different thoughts. The second thing <coughs> is that it keeps me up to date on some of the cool, crazy stuff kids are doing because their inhibi inhibition uh, to... The real the world? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They, they basically have not getting beat down by reality and, and are like, hey, I know it's going to come down to a box, so I'm going to make a box. Um, those are the two major ways for me. Yeah. The other, the other big way I think that, that it, it can enhance your architectural, not only with keeping you fresh with new information, new pieces of software, because you're going to be introduced at that level. The, the other way it's going to keep you uh, on your toes and, and fresh is <clears throat> that you are, you, if, if you do it like we do, which is not for every employee, but if you have the possibility of making, of teaching, turning your best, students into your best TAs and your best TAs into potential employees is a is an amazing pipeline that I would encourage everybody to try to explore. It is 100% worth it. Teaching is not about the money, trust me. Uh, so especially if you're doing a remote version like me, I'm basically donating about half of my salary from North Dakota State for this one course in travel, in time, and in all of that. Yep. yep. Here's the other thing it does it teaches you that you need to delegate. You can't be doing work when you're teaching. You can't be doing work when you are in the taxi cab. You know, like you can be coordinating, but you can't be doing physical, actual Revit work. Yep. So Drafting. if you have a problem with delegating, get yourself a teaching job. Yeah, exactly, man. And that, which is, which is exactly sort of going like all the way back in time to some of the first episodes of Inside the Firm podcast where we talked about if... If you have analysis paralysis, and I know some of the listeners have that, and that's okay. Some of some people, some of our my closest friends who text me and can, are considering jumping ship from a big corporation firm, big corporate firm, over to their sole practice. They're like, they, they one of them admitted to me that like I have I have analysis paralysis. So they just analyze and analyze and analyze. Could you actually make money as a sole proprietor, and all of that. Like it's a kind of a nice safety net because you're gonna get a salary, obviously, by teaching a course, right? So you're you're making up your you're already you're already compensated and it's sort of a safety net of of income that you have, while at the same time you're giving up your ability to do the actual work, and then by jumping over onto that other side of the fence, then it it will force you into the delegation. Like that's the long version of what we're trying to describe. So I would just encourage everybody to try it. If you're wondering, like, well, how do I get into uh, teaching at a university? There's, I think there's two, there's two big different ways. So, like, 
first of all, you should have your, you should at a minimum have your master's degree because you that's that's pretty critical. You could do the the professional bachelor's. I I I think that still works like the equivalent. But <clears throat> there's two different ways. Either you become really involved with your alma mater like we do, and then and and you you develop a r- rapport with them, and then you get contacted in that sort of way. Or you just simply reach out to the local university. Hey, I'm available. Here's what I do. Trust me, the universities love that they can get practicing folks from the real world in and, and vice versa. So it's a, it's a two-way street. And then also, too, it starts back for anyone that's in college listening. It, it doesn't hurt to be a good student. Yeah. Because if, if you're going to get a job at your alma mater, they'll, I mean, they know they're not going to hire shitty or mediocre students. So be the best from the beginning. Be the best. Yep. yep. You got to beat Al Gore is what, what he's saying. Exactly. Exactly. You get a crush. <clears throat> Speaking of that, let's talk about the economy. Okay. Yeah. Economic circle right here. Uh, I think the reset on recessions has hit, meaning we have about a three to eight years of what should be generally a decent economy. Um, I think that that the reset, some people might've said when COVID happened where the stocks went down, like that was the, that could be, that could have been the defining point, but the defining point actually was drawn up, uh, drawn out because essentially they printed a bunch of money and the real reset happened when the fed is raised all their rates. So the peak interest rates, which could literally be now, or in the next couple months is the actual reset. <clears throat> what that means that is that, okay, it might be hard for the next couple months for residential work because interest rates are high or remaining high. But generally, the, the doom and gloom of the recession, basically, the, the, the pain isn't going to get much worse than it is right now or was in the past. That should be good news that you now have a, a clear takeoff for three to eight years to develop your firm, to make money. Um, diversify. And- the biggest thing is like you need to diversify your, your services. You can't, you can't just do high-end residential. You got to do, do the mix. You got to do commercial. You got to do some industrial. You got to maybe teach. teach. Yeah. You got to maybe make a product, RevitRocketShip.com, build a better co, start a podcast, like it, you gotta, you just, I, I don't be complacent. That's the biggest yep. thing. I know in our reads, we didn't promote build a better co, but if you think, if, if you agree with me that we have this three to eight years, you should become efficient in making profit and then you should really pile up that profit. And yeah. that's what build a better co.com is build a better co.com. Um, or uh, my email is akg at f9productions.com. If you want to have a conversation about what's working in your business and what's not working in your business, Send me an email, and we'll find a time to talk about it. Um, Speaking of emails, we have a... I'm not going to show this on the screen because it it shows some personal information, but we have a a piece of fan mail. Thank you so much, Evan Weaver, for sending this uh, email to me yesterday at 10.18 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Made my day, made my week, and I wanted to share uh, it with everybody on the firm. Uh, Evan gave me permission to do that, so Evan says... Evan, uh, Evan Weaver says... Lance and I guess Alex. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I guess I glossed over that. Why I guess Alex. Evan, email me and explain that. Explain that to me. A little fan mail for you on this Thursday afternoon. 
My name is Evan Weaver. I'm recently a licensed architect in North Carolina and an avid listener to the podcast Inside the Firm. First, congratulations on reaching new heights. Thank you, Evan. It is really good to be six foot two. I got to tell you. <laughs> uh, everybody likes it. For, uh, I hope the super shoes are out of this world. I have listened to all your p- past episodes in the podcast and enjoyed listening to your journey. I am finally caught up as of this week. Evan, I love that you started episode zero, by the way. Like uh, like, you, like everybody should. Because then, then I think you get the full context. You're not jumping in on YouTube and yelling at us that we didn't predict the economy. Like, no, nah, a lot of, lot of times these guys were, were not 100, but I think we're 90% plus uh, with some suggestions. You guys have inspired me to... Design and help build my own house. It is a renovation, renovation slash forward slash uh, addition project. I tried to be my own GC, but not could, but could not find a bank that would allow that. So I am working in collaboration with a local builder. I could not be more excited and also feel more outside my comfort zone at the same time. I am not sure about Colorado, although I can guess based on your conversation that the constant hurdles you've been running into with getting the building permit have been exhausting. I completely understand that. I just wanted one point I wanted to make to the listeners at large, and then Evan too is like, okay, I I think Alex has mentioned this too. Like, let's say you can't, let's say you let's say whatever jurisdiction you're trying to get, you're trying to get your GC license to to do this, or, or sorry, the and the bank throws a fit, right? We ran into that before, where the bank's like, we just don't think you're quite qualified for this. It's a lot of money or what whatever. Yeah. Is no problem. You're still taking. You're still winning because. You're getting this experience with this local builder, and now that local builder can put you down as you can put them down as a reference. And maybe you have to do this three times. Maybe you have to work up in this way, sort of two or three times of getting the experience, and then convincing the bank, like, "Look, here was my involvement with it. I was hands on. Mm-hmm. I, I understood the whole process. Here's proof of that." That's what I would recommend to, to folks who are trying to just take that leap into. Uh, becoming an architect builder, which again, by the way, like you, let's say the economy stays flattish. I think it's going to stay flattish for a while. I don't think we're looking at a, a huge, I mean, who knows what happens in Q4, but the BRICS meeting, isn't the BRICS meeting happening today? Did it already happen? Oh, that's a great question. You should look that up while I'm talking. Yep, I will. Is uh, Remember, you are extending your cash flow. You're diversifying your business. If you go to uh, architectsguide2.com and take our course and learn how to how the basics the very basics of how to be how to transition into an architect builder and keep that cash flow going a lot of a lot of people are building with cash i think that's so huge so there's like this reduced monetary supply that's happening the shrinking monetary supply they have to taper the amount of dollars that are in existence because they doubled the money supply so like people who have held on to their cash that might be your lifeblood to keep you going so the BRICS meeting is August 22nd to August 24th. Next it's currently week. the 18th. Yep. So it's uh, Tuesday through Thursday. All right. We got to talk about that next week. That's huge. We talked about it in a previous episode. Evan knows. Yeah. Uh, further on, uh, there's plenty to go on about the process so far, but I will keep it short. I just want to say thank you for putting out this podcast and all the work you guys have done to be open and transparent about your firm and helping out the architecture community. Evan, you're so welcome. I am so excited about this project and wanted to thank you for inspiring me to keep getting after it. Keep up the great work. Evan, thank you again for that. Ever, anybody else, we always love those kind of words of encouragement. And then Evan actually had a couple suggestions for us. One, I need to check um, the intro and the outro on Monday Morning Coffee. I just want to apologize to everybody if they, if for some reason that intro and outro audio is louder. I try to do an audio gain check, but maybe I missed it on a few. So I will just triple check it next time and make sure we're not in the red with the decibels. Last one, and this one I think is going to be great for everybody, is the ARE Jeopardy. 
we'll start reading the full answer, not just the letter at the end. So people don't have to rewind. I thought about that this morning. I'm like, ah, that would have been difficult. Yes. So again, thanks, Evan. We wish you all the best. Uh, keep us updated. I would love to see photos of uh, how your project goes. I hope, I hope you guys crush it. Yep. Two more things. One, just to show, Lance will cut this in. The graph of the balance sheet of the feds is going down and down and to the right. I will bring this up so Lance can see it. Hey. We're podcasting. There we go. Figure it out. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. TV. Speed. We hey. Need speed. Hey, there we are. There we go. Okay. There was this jog when those California banks failed. You got to throw money at us. Oh, my it, God. It, 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 back up. Well, see, it is tapering. That's what I was saying. Yep. yep. Yeah. I, I, if you look at all, they're still pretty high. Oh, my Still God. pretty high. Pretty high. But coming down. Coming down. Uh, <clears throat> the other thing, too, if you remember me saying a couple months ago, that the interest rate in July should be a little bit higher than June, but that's because if you go a year ago, it's starting to taper back down because that was at its higher, right? And that basically the media would drum up that, you know, inflation isn't going down. Here's the headline, consumer prices rise 3.2 in July. No, it's just relative to it going down a, a bunch more from nine to eight. So like it, it is actually better. Like it's actually going down. So like just, just, just be aware of the media. Just be the, where the media is trying to, uh, psyop everyone into hating everyone else. <laughs> yeah. So that the country is split and that, so people hate each other so that you can be the source of their scare media. Yeah. And we can never push back. Yep. Well, we have a excellent singing read today about somebody who is pushing back a little excerpt. Uh, if you don't know who this gentleman is, I need you to just go to YouTube, pause this, pause this episode. I'm telling you, and then uh, type in uh, Richmond of uh, Richmond, Richmond, and uh, give it a listen. We'll just give you a little preview. Mr. Oliver Anthony is here. Richmond, north of Richmond. There you go. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours. For bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to For people like me, people like you So that was just a little teaser, uh, sort of the intro of his But like I really like that part because uh, I don't care how successful you are how even if you're your sole proprietor, you have a medium firm, you have a large firm. It's uh, at the end of the day, you can't take that money with you when you when you're six feet under. I'm sure you could give it to your kids and stuff like that. They're probably gonna blow it <laughs> statistically. So you need to enjoy yourself a little bit. Uh, take some time off. Make sure you have your boundaries set right. If you're a seven to four, make it a reality and don't shut that phone off after four if you're an eight to five nine to six whatever and then keep those weekends open like all of the tools that we've been trying to explain on uh, give you guys on this on this podcast for now seven years six years is getting efficient and being systematized through all of these other courses that we've developed for you guys too and that's what's going to help you level up but you got the the fact like you should not you, i just you we're, these emails that I get from people, um, not listeners, but just like consultants or other people we're working with, like, 
What do you do in emailing at 1 a.m. 1, 1, 1, 11 a.m. On, on a Thursday night? Is it, is it laid out systematically with accountability at buildabilityorco.com? It might be. Crazy. What do we got next? Let's bring down the crew for ARE Jeopardy. ARE Jeopardy is brought to you by Konzuri. Life is short, but you don't have to be introducing Konzuri. The shoe brand is a shoe brand that not only elevates your style, but also boosts your height. Yes, you heard that right. Konzuri offers height-boosting shoes made for men to build up the confidence they need for every situation. With Konzuri, you no longer have to settle for your natural height. Their shoes come in a variety of insoles ranging from 1.2 inches to an impressive 2.7 inches of extra booth. Plus, their heights range from 2.4 inches to 2.8 inches, giving you the perfect opportunity to feel good. As, it ex as a special look offer exclusively for our listeners, Konzuri is giving you a fantastic deal. Just use promo code LANCE48066. That's LANCE48066 at checkout to enjoy a, a generous 15% discount on your order today. That's right. Get the height-boosting shoes you've been dreaming of at an unbeatable price. Make sure you're six foot or above. You'll be a happier person. Question number one, Horal, horizontal separation of dwelling units typically require a floor fire resistance rating separation of what? Is it A, a half hour, B, one hour, C, two hours, D, three hours? B, 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 C? B, one hour. B, one hour. Yep. Um, question number two, in Designing a multi-story residential building, what factor is least important in determining the fire-resistant rating? Is it A, window placement, B, occupant type, C, construction material, or D, building height? That's a good one. It is A, yeah. window placement. Yep. Because of the restrictions on openings, like if you're on a lot line or close to another building? Well, think about the most important, like, okay, occupancy, like what's in there? No, no. Well, okay. That's actually a good point. Chat GPT did help me with this one. Oh, so, that sucker. Uh, but actually, residential is important. Construction material is important. Building height is important. Is that what three office residential? It kind of threw me off too. Well, hey, a great but that was point. A that was a hint, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We'll, we'll just keep. We'll roll with it. All right. Uh, number three. According to the International Building Code, what is the maximum allowable dead end corridor length in a healthcare occupancy without fire sprinklers? Is it A, twenty feet? B, thirty feet? C, forty feet? D, fifty feet? I remember this from ARE actually. Uh, we got A, D, what do you got? 20. The correct answer is B, 30 feet. Is that chat B or is that site? You know that. That is, uh, as chat GPT. Okay. <laughs> it's real though. Uh, this one's obvious. Should be. What do we got for scores? Two, one, zero. Oh, wow. Crash. Uh, in accordance with the number four, in accordance with the Americans with Disability Act, ADA, what is the maximum allowable slope for an accessible ramp? This should be easy. Should have been the tiebreaker. A, 1 to 8. B, 1 to 10. C, 1 to 12. D, 1 to 15. Jason should secure it with this one. The correct answer is C, 1 to 12. Where I, are we going to eat? Yeah, Jason oh, picks again. He'll have to pick. Oh, um, Rosalie's. Rosalie's. There we go. I like it. Pizza. Uh, that's it. 
Take us out, Lance. All right. If you like this episode, you're watching on YouTube. Leave us positive comments only. You leave us negative comments. I'm banning you again. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening on iTunes, five-star reviews would be great. Send us fan mail. Send our mail as well. AKG at F9Productions.com. And LMC at F9Productions.com. We'll see you next week.